You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hello, everybody. I'm Anthony Kastrovitz. I am pleased to be joined by Scott Merkin here at the top of the 2016 season. The White Sox got things started on a positive note with a victory for Chris Sale in Oakland. And uh, Merck, also some news. Uh, Miguel Gonzalez signed to a minor league deal. So uh, talk me through that one. Obviously, uh, a little depth signing there for the rotation. Yeah, it's a, it's a great depth move for them. You know, Matt Latos struggled. You know, it, it's interesting. I, I think the strong suit for the White Sox also could be their downfall because, as Robin said during an interview I did with him at the end of camp, you know, pitching is going gonna, is gonna to lead them ultimately. And they have three really good starters at the top. Uh, you know, Chris Sale is a Cy Young candidate. Quintana, one of the more underrated pitchers or players in the game. And then Carlos Rodon had a great rookie season. So you're pretty good right there. And then, you know, you have John Danks, who's pretty much now the definition of like a four or five starter, which is not a a slight against him. That's actually a pretty good guy to have in your rotation. And Matt Latos, you know, Rick Hahn said before the opening day game that he thinks the best is yet to be seen from him, which, you know, you'd have to hope if you were a Sox fan. Because by Latos' own account, the results have not been good through his first few, you know, starts in the Cactus League and then one in San Diego in the exhibition game. So Gonzalez is a guy who, you know, I don't, I don't want to say his numbers aren't overwhelming, but he's kind of a four-pitch mix guy, not an overpowering guy, not a big strikeout guy, but certainly adds to the depth that AAA Charlotte and gives you options in case, you know, not just, I, you know, what we're singling out late because he struggled so far, but, you know, in case there's some sort of injury or in case there's a guy who's gone for two or three starts, now you have someone kind of there to, to replace them. You know, one other guy in the mix. You also have Jacob Turner down there. You have Scott Carroll. You have Eric Johnson. You know, let's face it, Carson Fulmer impressed during spring training, but he's probably, you know, late May, June at, at the earliest, and that's really pushing it. So, you know, I think if, if, if things all fall in place, they'd prefer to let Carson just continue developing at, at AA for a little bit, Birmingham, and then go over they have. So, you know, a nice pickup that they didn't talk about the money on this, but you know, it's a minor league deal, and we'll see, you know, what, how he develops and how he fits in in the future. Got to have depth. I believe last year the average uh, ball club used between nine and ten starters over the course of the season. Now, that's obviously not for long stretches, but that includes spot starts and whatnot, but obviously you got to have bodies uh, from rotation. Nine-man rotation would be a little much, wouldn't it? That might, that might, that might get guys <laughs> a little stale, I think. After you know, I remember one year, I think it was – either 03 or 04 when I was covering the team, and they used nine guys just to fill the fifth starter role that year. Jeez. Jason Grilly was in there, Arnie Munoz, uh, Josh Stewart. A lot of a lot of guys, Sox fans, will remember the brief stint. So, yeah, you can never, as the old saying goes, you can never have too much pitching, especially if you're like the White Sox and have high hopes for contending this year. Absolutely. It is a numbers game. And on that note, some numbers. We're going to do over – Unders with Mr. Scott Merkin. Uh, first off, Todd Frazier, the key offseason acquisition for the lineup, obviously uh, did not have a great opening day, and I'm sure people will overreact to that. But as far as the season uh, at large, Merck, uh, he had 35 home runs last year. It was his first time in his career over 30. I'm going to set the over-under at 30. Do you think he can clear that, that uh, benchmark again in 2016? I will say slightly over. I think he's hitting in a good hitter's ballpark, you know, especially in the summer, although, you know, they're talking about the first weekend, just that first home series against Cleveland. Uh, I think 35 in snow on Friday and 38 on Saturday and then all the way up to 50 on Sunday. So, you know, he'll have to get adjusted a little. Well, he's not really adjusted. He played in Cincinnati, but he'll deal with some cold weather early. But I, I think just over. And, you know, it's funny, just a quick side on the 
opening day stuff, I, I people who watch the Royals and uh, Mets on Sunday night, I already saw some Sox fans on my Twitter feed say, you know, hey, maybe the Royals bullpen might not be as good this year based on Soria <laughs> giving up a couple runs from game one. Wade Davis is about as close to lights out as, like, you know, Mariano Rivera or Dennis Eckersley in his day. I, I think one game is a little tough to judge a lot of things on in a 152-game schedule. That's what we do, Mark. That's what we do. I, I agree. I agree. So in that case, Chicago baseball will not lose a game as of this taping right now. Well, that's pretty clear. Um, yeah, obviously. They, they play each other. Uh, if they are going to win 162 games, uh, Jose Abreu would have to be a big part of that, of course. Uh, his first season in 14, he had a 964 OPS. Last season dropped down to 850. So I'm going to set it at 900. Will he have a 900 or better OPS? I will say over 900 or better. Um because of the fact that this is the best lineup he's played with. He's finally got some guys hitting behind him, or at least it looks that way. And I think, you know, he's good enough as it is on his own. But with the guys behind him, I think over 900. All right. Um, I believe we were saying those things last year, Mark. <laughs> that did not go well, but obviously. Yeah, we uh, say over, well, we, well, I wasn't talking about Frazier's homers last year, but did we say over 900? Well, yeah. I mean, but hey. Well, I, I yeah, believe right. I'm just saying we were, we were saying he had more lineup support a year ago. and. Hey, they're already off to a better start than they were last year. They were 0-4 before, there you go. They, before they saw the win count last year. So, <laughs> uh, Jimmy Rollins had a nice night on opening night, but I'm going to talk about top prospect Tim Anderson. I'm going to throw out the 50 games played mark. Do you think he'll finish over or under that in 2016? Well, that's that's a tough tough one. Are we going to see Tim Anderson for a serious stretch, not just September? You know, I, I thought at the beginning of the offseason, long before Jimmy Rollins was a fixture there, I thought he would – see quite a bit of time this year. Now now I'm thinking Carson Fulmer is going to see more major league time, not necessarily more major league. I'm going to say under 50 games. I'm going to say that this is a guy who, you know, split time, in, you know, playing basketball and baseball is an immensely skilled guy if you can if that's a phrase. And but, you know, a little raw still. And they're not they're not trying to force feed him up where he's not ready. He's been known as kind of a level to level guy. So I think I'm going to say under 50 games this year in the major leagues. I think next year He'll be the starter, but I think in 16, under 50. Uh, how about Fulmer? I, I, I'm going to throw out the over-under of 10 starts. Do you think we'll see more than more than 10 starts from Carson Fulmer at the big league level? I, I'm going to say I'm going to say slightly over or right around 10. That seems like a, a good number. I'm going to say maybe 12 to 15. I don't think he'll be what you saw with Rodon last year, but I think he will be up and help this team this year. So I'm going to say somewhere slightly over 10. Sounds good to me, Merck. Uh, Avi Garcia, a guy whose uh, playing time is, is, a, is a big question mark going into the year. 400 plate appearances. Do you think over or under that for Avi? I think as they stand right now, definitely over. You know, I, I, you know the White Sox. You've, you've seen them, Anthony, uh, as a columnist and as a beat writer, watching them from you know Cleveland and everything else. They're very proactive. You know, they, they don't as they already added Gonzalez. You know, the day before the season started. They won't wait until the trade deadline. So, you know, they could add, go out and add another bat at some point if that's what they feel they need. As it is right now, though, Avi, you know, with LaRoche gone, Avi is one of the everyday players. So I think, you know, easily over 400 plate appearances. Uh, Chris Sale. Chris Sale has a career ERA of 2.91. That is a high bar or a low bar, as it were. Uh, do you think he can clear that mark in 2016? He will definitely be under 400 plate appearances. I can guarantee you that. For this season. <laughs> um, I think, you know, it's an interesting thing with Sale because Sale 
kind of does what he has to. I mean, he's you know elite. There's no question about it. But you look at last year, and I think people kind of overlooked it as the year he jumped a little bit because he had a few, you know, four or five games where he really got knocked around. I'm going to say right slightly over, like about 305. I'm going to go with. How about that? So slightly over the career and a little below the 274 strikeouts last year, but of course well over 200. That's kind of a natural for sale. I can't believe you just threw out 305, Mark, because that was Chris Sale's ERA, his first full season in 2012, and I was going to use that. I was going to use that as a benchmark for Carlos Rodon in his first full season. So 3.05 for Carlos Rodon. Slightly over. I think yeah. you know he he's still you know last year he he pitched almost a full season as a part of the rotation. He had 26 appearances, 23 starts. Remember, this is still a young kid who doesn't, as, as Todd Steverson, along with many others, likes to point out with hitters, doesn't have history yet. So I think there's going to be some great games. There's going to be like the games he had against Anaheim last year where he struck out 11 and didn't walk any. And there are going to be games like he had the last couple of spring training where he goes out and you know, probably gets hit around a little bit for four or five innings. So I think because of that, at least not at this point, you're not going to see that you know, that small starter area. But I think in the threes is certainly reasonable to expect and a very competitive season. For people need to remember, he's a young kid. He's still learning. He's still developing. So I, you know, I think it's going to be a little over. It's going to be over three, in the threes somewhere. All right, Mark, 85 wins for the White Sox. What do you say, over or under? Well, we were talking about this in the press box last night, and we were saying, you know, this kind of has the look of maybe an 84-win team, but with, you know, some good some things going their way and some players performing a little bit above their level, could be a contender. I'm going to say over. I'm going to say about, I think, 86 is a reasonable total. If, if you were to say 86 and a half over under, I'd go slightly under. But I think 86 is about what I what I see this team. And, of course, that is fluid as the season goes on, depending on who gets hurt, who slumps, who gets added, who gets subtracted, and so forth and so on. But I think 86 is reasonably expected on this team. Reasonable. All things are fluid. All things are fluid in baseball, including those drinks that Merck spills on his laptop in the press box. That's not, uh, not like a year. Give me a break. I want to thank Scott Merkin for joining us. Thank you all for tuning in. This has been MLB.com Extra, Chicago White Sox edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.